Welcome to the John Sandwich Show! <laughs> Can't believe it. I don't look like Bane anymore when I'm gonna be talking. <laughs> I swear to God, it felt like I was drinking this beer for two hours. That It's a scam. Did it touch you? Did it touch you? Yeah, it made me, made me feel things. Should we let everyone else in on the conversation? If it's too loud, they just turn it down, right? Perfect sandwich. Beautiful. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the John Sandwich Show. I am John Mann, and to my right is Miss Mary. Happy Sunday, everybody. It is Sunday, and it is happy. It's a go-back-to-work day tomorrow. It's for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what day I'm on. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I think I'm on, like, day 60. Every day to you is a Saturday. You're just waiting for that Sunday to roll around so you go to work the next day. Yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting for a Monday. Yeah, you're, you're waiting for a proper Monday. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into serious work talk from you, I uh, I thought about something today. What? You and I, we are terrible DIYers, house organization people, house like, we are terrible. We have in, intentions. <laughs> we are terrible in getting like house projects done. Like, what project do you want to get done? Oh, well, like your shelves. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even, like, I thought you had done it. Because I'm like, how hard can this be? And you're like, oh, it can't be hard at all. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, Well, to, to be fair, it's not hard. We just don't have the patience <laughs> for it. Like, you and I are not patient people. I, mean, I found that I, out. I, like, called my friend almost crying. Because I'm like, can you just fucking stain these shelves? I don't have time for this. Yeah, we're just like. We have to wait 15 minutes. <laughs> I have time, but wait. I don't have the patience. And then we have to wait six hours to stain them again? Fuck this. Oh, no. I, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm out. Threw in the towel. Like, I didn't. Even, I tried to even stain it before sanding it. Let's just be honest. I'm, that's like the epitome like, of laziness. Like, can we uh, take out a step right here? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, well, we went to Target today, and we're like, all right, well, let's go find Mary some cabinets. We'll get to that story in a second. The cabinet, uh, oh, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. And there's a line that's wrapping like halfway around the building. We walk, we see the line. We're like, fucking cabinets aren't worth it. <laughs> no. Well, okay. So like if I thought I'd actually find something I could use, right? Like if I was like at least 60% confident, I would have waited in the line. But I was yeah. like 3% confident. And I'm like, dude, if I make John sit in this line, we go into Target. I throw a fit in Target because I still can't find what I'm looking for. Or something's an inch too short or too wide, yeah. he's going to lose his shit on me. That's, that's why I was like, no, this is not worth not it. Not worth it. Well, I, sometimes I don't realize how impatient of people we are until we go somewhere. You're it, definitely worse than I am. I don't know. These last couple of days, you're pretty bad, too. Like, we went to Costco yesterday, and you were just, like, huffing and puffing about every single person cutting you <laughs> off and in your way and this and that. Well, and you were like, I don't want to talk about Costco. You <laughs> pissed me off at Costco so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, and moral of the story, folks, we are not patient people. We're not. Like, we're so nice, but, like, we're just not patients. Like, we don't have it. No, not at all. Which is... That's one thing I've like I've always known about us, but I didn't know the extent of our impatientness until like we go shopping on a Corona day, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we're like hanging out because there's nothing else to do. We're at home all day and you know, Mary's building her island and she's impatient because it takes so much time <laughs> to like replant stuff. You know, and like I just 
through this whole experience, I know that we just cannot build a house together. God, no. It has to be pre-made. Like, <laughs> yeah. everything has to be perfect. No, we can't even paint together. No, we can't. Like, so we need to start making a lot more money to fit yeah. our personalities and lifestyle. Because we are not DIYers. Like, we try. Like, we, like, it, in my mind, like, I want, I don't know, for example, you didn't even bring your drill to hang up curtains. <laughs> like. I thought about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. No, we're just terrible people when it comes to patience. And I, I think some of it's lazy, too. Like, honestly, I think we're both, like, somewhat procrastinating lazy people, too. We are fucking... <laughs> I mean, we're not, though. Like, we're hard workers. But, like, unless we really want something done, we're like, yeah, I ain't fucking doing yeah. that. Is it really worth me getting off the couch right now? Yeah. Like, well, shit, the other day we were supposed to... What were we supposed to do the other day? And we just both kind of like looked at each other and was like, couch is fine. Like, we can do this tomorrow, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what it was. I think it was your shelves and all this stuff that we did today. Yeah. And then like we decided we couldn't procrastinate on it anymore, <laughs> yeah. so we better do it. And then we end up not doing any of it. We like, we tried five minutes a piece on each thing. Like, we went to Target for five minutes. We if tried that. standing in the shelves for like five minutes we put like a good well i got locked outside five of those minutes because you were in the bathroom so. yeah true so <laughs> yeah we just uh impatient people all right folks this is this is what married life is for us yeah i mean but we don't fight amongst each other like really it's ever costco like i'm always yeah. pissed at john at the end of costco i'm sure that that's like a marital thing yeah i mean i do run through costco it's I go. so annoying yeah like I'm why like, do you want to go then well so i could look at every single thing. At the things you want to look at. Well, yeah. Like, you're not going to be allowed to do Costco with me anymore if you don't, like, put it in check. Yeah, but we always look at the stuff you want to look at, too. I literally almost got ran over by a car because you were, like, racing away from me. I wasn't racing away from you. You were. Anyway, folks. But, so, here, here's the big problem is I'm, like, actually super crafty and I have patience for, like, crafty things. I just don't have patience for, like, DIY things. Yeah. You'd rather have someone else build it to you and give you a card. <laughs> like in your game. I, I was making fun oh, of, like, yeah. your game. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, your villagers mm -hmm. will build it mm -hmm. DIY and just give it to you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like a step-by-step -step type guy. If it doesn't have instructions, I'm probably not going to do it. Well, I can give you instructions. I will give you instructions. Like our yard. Step one, get gas for the lawnmower. Yeah, I did that last weekend, so maybe next weekend I'll mow the lawn. I am looking for, like, like next weekend is actually supposed to be nice, yeah. and it's a three-day weekend. You guys, we look like white trash. Like, literally, Um, so our neighbor had some mail stolen. And we're down, like, a long private driveway, right? Mm -hmm. And there's only three houses on our driveway, and so this neighbor comes walking down, and she's like, so somebody's been stealing mail. Uh, if you can afford it, I think you should get a locking mailbox. <laughs> it's like, well, my house isn't going to get broken into. Shit, it's the fan. Well, that's kind of a good thing, too. If people think we're just, like, poor, maybe they'll never fuck with our shit. Okay, well, our yard's so bad that John's uncle asked if we needed a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> Does he even have a lawnmower? I don't know. Well, I'm sorry, dude. Okay, I mowed that lawn last week, right? The no. front yard? Yeah, the no. front yard. It was the week before. No, front yard. I mowed it last week. Yeah, well, you know what? I cleaned the kitchen this morning, and I'll have to re-clean it again. I'm just saying, like, that yard, that the grass grows 
quick. Okay, well then let me mow. I'll, I'll let you mow. You're, and then five minutes later, when there's a streak <laughs> of mowed grass, you're gonna be fuck this shit and leave out the lawnmower. I think that's my problem. Is I like it goes back to the no patience. Is I like have good intentions and I'm like fuck this. Like I don't know. I just I don't. If it doesn't make me happy, make me money. Does yeah. the lawn make you happy? <laughs> it only makes you happy if someone else knows it. I don't know. Anyway, folks. Well, no, I, I'm asking, does a, does a mowed lawn make you happy? The front lawn, yeah. I don't really give a shit about the back yard. I mean, the the front yard's somewhat taken care of. Mm, I don't know. I wish I could More than the backyard. Yeah, the back. <laughs> okay, it, I, like, I'm at the point where I'm not even letting my dog in the backyard because it's a jungle. There's a jungle back there. Procrastination. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> yeah, we got to get on it. We need to be better. Yeah, we do. Um, but anyway, so we have no patience. Yeah. No patience to go anywhere. Well, like we can't go to Walmart. Can't go to Costco. God, I'm never going to Walmart again. I've decided you guys, I just want you to know Walmart. I grew up in a teeny tiny town, like 10,000 people, right? Like Walmart was the only store and it was a really nice store. It was like well lit and clean. The people in there were normal. Like it was so they were like, fairly nice, you know. fairly nice. Yeah. It was a small town, like small town, yeah. like people were just grateful to have a job in a small town. Exactly. So I am a Walmart girl. Like it's cheaper. I actually enjoy Walmart. I like being able to get everything all at once. Um, but Walmart in a big city, cause we live in the Seattle area is a whole different experience. And um, since I'm unemployed, I'm like, okay, I need to go back to shopping at Walmart because it is significantly cheaper than a Target or a Fred Meyer. And even Costco. Mm. Like, Walmart food is significantly cheaper. I mean, it's not as good a quality, and, you know, there's all those arguments. But the point is, is we needed to go on budget because I've been out of work for 60 days. Yeah. Anyway, so I've been trying to do Walmart, and my last Walmart trip was the end, and I've decided as long as there's money in my savings account, I can afford to not go to Walmart. All right, so what happened at your last Walmart trip? God, the people are just, like, ghetto. It's dirty. Um, People just are rude. Well, I know, at least at the Walmart that we go to, it's filled with bums and drug addicts. Yeah, like there like definitely the was a homeless lot. person yeah. like walking the aisles and yeah, and then sometimes you'll get like a homeless person or a panhandler like knocking on your window. Yeah, to ask for money. It's like, dude, yeah. no, don't be knocking on my window. Yeah, definitely. Like it's definitely a bad area too. Yeah. Um, but I thought, and I thought, okay, well maybe I'll go to the one that's in a little bit better area, right? That's not uh, that much further from me. And I was talking with my girlfriend, and I'm like, well, maybe we need to start going to this one instead, because she was bitching about she had went to Walmart the same day, because same situation. And she's like, that's the one I was at. I was oh, like, really? fuck. All right. Yeah. Um, but, like, fuck, man. Fred Meyer's is expensive. It is. I went to Fred Meyer because I was like, I'm done with Walmart, and I got bread, and it was literally like $5. $5 more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, so the bread we normally buy is, like, 3 Three fifty at Albertsons. Mm-hmm. It was like a dollar seventy five at Walmart. I will say we uh, went to Walmart and bought that bread. Yeah, I went and like rebuy three it. Three days moldy. later is moldy. But point it being, so but at Fred Meyer it was like five twenty five. Yeah, which I don't understand. Like the markups on the same brand of bread. E- exactly. It's not like, and I understand when it's like great value, right? 
Yeah. But I mean, even let's say that like great value cream mushroom soup is like 48 cents. Yeah. Albertson's cream of mushroom soup is like a dollar 20. Campbell's yeah. is like two dollars. Yeah. Says so when did Campbell's soup become so fucking expensive? That's what I want now. Like, know. has it always been expensive? Well, it's always been more, but I mean, but we've never really bought Campbell's. Like, I would say in the last couple of years is when I've actually like started buying like name brand things. Because you shop at Costco. Yeah, like yeah. I shop at and Costco. You get the whole flat for it. For yeah, like ten bucks. Or whatever. Yeah, so, um, like I always try to buy generic. Like, there's some things that I buy like name brand. Like, there, you know, there's a point in life where you decide that Charmin is the toilet paper for you. I don't know. I guess yeah. there's still people that use cheap toilet paper, but um, just just to be fair, people out there that don't like, I'm not snobby. Like, I totally like. I keep us on a budget. Like we live in the greater Seattle area and um, I live like we only make like 40 grand and that in this area you'd be living in like section eight housing. Yeah. That's poverty. man. Yeah. So, I mean, we definitely like keep it on a tight budget. Um, I'm going somewhere with this. Oh, because of the Charmin. So, um, but there's just some things like when you're like, okay, you can afford to buy some better ass wipes, <laughs> better toilet paper. Yeah. Cause yeah. we used to, I used to buy like dollar store toilet paper and I used yeah. to buy like food from the dollar store. Like there mm-hmm. was a point where we were like poor, poor, like lived on a box of pancakes for a week poor. Yeah. Those were the days, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so like again, like I was like, okay, I'm going to adopt some of those policies from when we were really poor and try mm-hmm. to shop at Walmart. Moral of the story. I have enough money in my savings account. I don't need to be shopping at Walmart. Yeah. That's the yeah, moral of it. That's fine. I mean, if we plus, were still home. Plus, you got like a big thing of um, Walmart toilet paper the other day, like two weeks ago. It feels like two years ago because that shit, man, it barely fits the palm of your hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to like mummy my hand <laughs> to get like know. the same. I tried. Like the Charmin toilet paper is like so much better. It's I like know. thick. It fits your hand. Like you don't, you don't have the fear of like your fingers going like, through going the toilet through. paper. I know. So some things are just, uh, worth the extra money. Anybody that's on the live chat, tell me like, what is it that's worth the extra money to you? Like some people it's coffee. Some people it's toilet paper. Some people it's bread yeah. or canned soup. Like what household necessity is like worth the extra money to you? Yeah. I mean, Toilet paper has got to be my my number one thing. Yeah, you think so? I mean, to me, like, bread is bread is bread. Yeah. You know? And I'll cheap out on bread sometimes. Like, I'll buy that big, like, thing from Costco that's, like, the finger or whatever. Like, yeah. And to some people, it's still, like, name brand bread, but it's still cheaper than the generic bread at Albertsons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're a local company, too. Are they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind of like... um. Geraldine's? Like Wonder Bread. Oh, okay. I think it was kind of local-ish around the Idaho area. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, or they just have a factory here. I don't know. Maybe. I yeah, don't yeah. know. But anyway, yeah. Bread is bread to me. Yeah. I mean, unless so it's So you'd like, say toilet paper. Like, if I yeah. cut everything else, like, you'd be fine with it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. We have got, like, and, well, we, for when I was working, we got snobby with noodles, but now it's like noodles are noodles. Yeah. Well, I mean, every now and again, a, a nice artesian noodle i mean yeah. I, I am the cook of the house yeah. though and i do like cooking extravagant things so every now and again i will spend 
a little, little extra. A little extra on the artisanal noodles. Yeah, like if we're, it's like a once a month fancy dinner, though. It's not yeah. like we're having fancy noodles every night. Well, yeah, I mean, because you and I, we have the mentality we'd rather have one really good steak a month mm-hmm. than steak every night. Than steak every night that's yeah. just like crappy steak mm-hmm. or steak every week that's crappy. Yeah. You know, so like. Which we don't even do that every week. No. We probably have steak once a month. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. I'm not a very big yeah. steak eater. Well, and we're pretty good about like casseroles and leftovers and yeah during the weekday yeah we we definitely are yeah because i'm cooking yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's one bad thing i'm I'm, you are doing a great job cooking but that is one bad thing about the pandemic is you're pretty much forced to cook yeah it's it's not like we both get off work and like okay john john gets to cook because he's better at it you're at home so you're like damn it i feel like i have to cook yeah i'm like obligated at this john's working Which, yes, I'm not going to lie. Pre-pandemic, if it was my night to cook, it was like, do you want uh, Azteca or Pizza Hut? Or, like, yeah. my night to cook meant, like... Takeout. Takeout. Yeah. And even now, I'd say I probably cook three out of five nights, and one out of those three is frozen pizza. Yeah. I'm it's technically cooking though, right? <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I'm doing my best, folks. I yeah. fucking hate cooking. Another yeah. thing I don't have patience for. Yeah. I mean, I love cooking. Yeah. I also love making a mess in the kitchen while cooking. <sighs> so annoying. What if I only cleaned the kitchen once a week? Uh, I don't know. There'd be no room to cook. It wouldn't bug you? I, well, well, it would bug me. Like, it'd probably force me. To, <laughs> I'd probably use less dishes. I've been trying to get better about it though. Like mm. I have been like reusing pans, like cleaning the pan off mm. and then reusing the pan instead of getting a brand new pan. Uh, okay. So you guys, I'm like kind of a, a little bit of a clean freak. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. What yeah. I said mean? a little bit. I, w- I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, no, you're dirty. No. Um, Like I like everything to have a place and everything put away and everything tidy and all the clutter. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get to that story in a second. Put away and things like I like my house clean. Um, so like I'm the, per- I'm the person that like goes behind John while he's cooking and it's like, I'll even like wash his utensils before he's done yeah. with them. Cause I don't want the mess. So the point is like, you should be able to mow the lawn once a week. I should be able to, but my defense, I will, yeah, it's been I, raining. I will make excuses. Like I hate mowing the lawn when it's raining. Cause it just makes it that much harder. You know, it's, it's really my lawnmower. It gets beat up. You know, so I, I need to give it a little bit of a break to have at least a little bit of a dry grass. Don't worry. Come July, I will scalp that fucking grass. July? And then it won't grow. I'm not even going to so- get to enjoy the yard in July. <laughs> You're not enjoying it right now because it's raining. <sighs> Sweet mother of pearl. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway, folks, I want to know what your guys' household, like, necessity is. Yeah. Like, your well, your name brand thing that you buy. It could even be soda pop. Yeah. Which we didn't ever buy name brand soda either when we drank soda. I did. I always got fountain soda though. Oh yeah, I never. I, was... I mean like if I like went to the store I bought name brand, but well, if I was buying like a case of soda for us, it was never name brand. I never really bought too many cases though. It was always like single use. Mm-hmm. You know, like get it at the gas station, fountain drink. Like Yeah. We've never been Hey there, Bron. Uh we've never been very good like soda buyers. We've been really good soda drinkers. No, remember we used to buy cases of soda. Yeah, every now and again. Like just... in our first little apartment here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. The little, the tiny oven. 
Yeah. <laughs> the tiny oven. I think it was like one of those half half stoves. It was like a studio oven. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it only had two burners, and mm-hmm. that's how big the oven was. So it was like literally a half a size of oven. Like yeah. a small frozen pizza barely fit in yeah. it. Yeah, well, you know what's fucked up about that is we moved here and we still only have two burners. I know. Because <laughs> yeah. the other two are broken, and our landlord refused to fucking fix it. Well, okay, they don't refuse. They refuse to fix it, but their stipulation is they want to remodel the whole kitchen to put a cheaper stove in there. Yeah, so <laughs> if they want to remodel the kitchen to put a cheaper stove in, you can imagine what our kitchen would look like at the end of it. And we have a pretty nice kitchen right now, yeah. so. It's like, I, I, you know, our stove right now, our stove in range is is on like an island, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like our kitchen stove is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, for a small um, small kitchen, yeah. like we are, actually have a pretty decent sized kitchen for mm-hmm. like the size of our house, yeah. which is nice. And they wanted to totally just mess everything up, mm-hmm. put the stove like on one of the counters. And put the... a fridge in our like dining, like our living room, basically. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a dining living room. Like I, I'm not trying to, to uh, our, our landlords are just really frugal and like yeah. cheap ass. They've been great to us. They, they have been great to That's us. That's why we haven't like thrown a fit about the stove. Yeah. That's why every time it breaks, like I pay for it out of my own money because I don't want my kitchen remodeled. Yeah. Anywho. Uh... Yeah, so I guess we used to buy soda. Long story short. Yeah. You know, we used to buy soda every now and again. Oh, thanks for sharing our live show. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah. You know, it's crazy, though. Uh, like, when we first moved up to the Washington State area, we were homeless for, like, a week and a half. Yeah. You know, because... Not, like, homeless, homeless. Not, like, homeless like it is now. We were just, like, homeless. Like, we were trying to find a place to live. Yeah. Because we moved out of Idaho, like, within a month of deciding. We're like, hey, like shit is going downhill for us here in idaho like we need to get out and restart our life yep and then within like two or three weeks we had a u-haul we had all of our shit packed our dog was in the front seat and we moved to seattle um in our u-haul and at the extended stay yeah we stayed in a extended stay america with because they took dogs and we like parked the u-haul in the parking lot and yeah yeah, so, it was. Uh, it was great. It was. It was great. You know, like I would. Good experience. It was a good experience, and like I'm glad we actually went through something like that. Yeah, uh, I know. No, I totally think. I think it made us grow up a little bit. I also think um, it's good for me. Like I have a family that is like close knit, and like anything I ever needed, like I would call. And it is sometimes it's still a struggle, right? Like if I have a flat tire, I expect somebody to come save me. I know how to change my tire. Don't mistake what I'm saying, but I expect. Well, it's because you grew up in a small town. Yeah, like but... uh, your brother was a mechanic, your your cousins are mechanics and auto body repair people. They build derby cars and yeah, yeah tractor. Like everybody's like, like mud pullers. My stepdad's very handy and like can fix anything. And it's country living. Yeah, and my dad was the same way. Like very like DIY. So yeah. I just like expect to have like that around me, and I don't. And I would say like that's the hardest part for me. Yeah. But it's been good because it's like forced me to at least attempt to stay in my own shelves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've become a somewhat of a Volkswagen aficionado because of your old your old yeah. car that we finally got rid of. Yeah. I think that's part of my problem, too. So, like, I grew up, my dad, Jimmy, rigged everything, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's my, like, natural nature. I don't know. Like, my, like... I am like, why can't we fucking make this work? Yeah. But then I go like the opposite scale. I'm like, I don't care how much it costs. Like, I want it to be the exact dimensions. 
Yeah, I mean... Like, for my salon, I'm way more picky than at home. You are. Like, for your salon, you are... If it's an inch off, you are you do not want that cabinet. No. Like, so a little bit of a backstory. Um, Mary got her own space, like, a, a few months ago. And, well, I mean, I've had my own salon, but well, I, like, yeah. had somebody in there with me. Yeah, you, you, were, you were booth renting, right? So, and the person that was booth renting was re- retired or just moved mm-hmm. out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and that was in December. She retired. She retired. And mm-hmm. that was in December. So you pretty much had like this whole space to yourself. So you wanted to redecorate because you, you were you're a pretty good like co-sharer. Yeah. You know, you let other people have like decorations and this and that. Yeah, like I'm you fine know. with. Uh, but so, like it being their space too. Yeah. So before she moved out, like a month before, she's been looking for like a specific type of cabinet that she wants or cabinets to go along her back wall. And that was probably in like November. And. I need to tell you guys, she's still looking for the fucking cabinets. I am. It's so it's like annoying. I'm like ready to have somebody make them for me. You were like borderline obsessive compulsive about it. Like there's like, it could be 31 and a half inches and you'll be like, it needs to be 32. I cannot take this cabinet. I don't, I don't, because with my salon, it's different it, because it does need to be perfect. And in my mind, I know, I fucking know I need to go custom. The Okay. So here's the thing that makes me frustrated. Like if I was at home. I would have no problem finding somebody to make it. But here, well, going custom too is expensive, right? Like, so I got, I haven't worked in 60 days. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just, it's frustrating because it's like, for me, I'm like, John, why can't you do that? And he's like, well, you can't do it either. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what you want from me. I'd say I'm a somewhat handy person, but not very like woodworky. Yeah. Like I could fix like minor things. Well, yeah, and I'm annoyed. I took woodworking. I built, well, quotes, built a shelf. I mean, all the boys in the class, like, cut everything for me. And... Yeah, so you've never built a shelf. Other people have built shelves for you. <laughs> Come on, let's get real, Mary. I mean, I don't know. I do need to just go custom. You're right. Almost everything podcast, I do. I just, I need to find somebody that can do it, that I, I want to pay people their worth, but I am also under budget constraints. So, I don't want to ask somebody that I can't afford to like their prices because I never want to. That's like my biggest pet peeve as a business owner is when people are like, oh, my God, your haircuts are $50 for a men's haircut. And I'm like, that's just too expensive for you. Mm. You know, it's not in your budget. And so I don't want to like. Yeah. Well, no, I don't. I don't even necessarily want mates. Right. Well, I kind of do. I kind (laughs) of want somebody that I know that does it. I'm being honest. Um, but I also, you know, I if I could find a business that did it, I don't want to be like, oh, fuck, I can't afford that. Like, you know, because yeah. um, that's like the most annoying thing ever when you're like the sticker shock. Right. When it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it's one thing when you go to home goods and expensive and it's expensive, especially when, you know, it's like cheap, practically plywood, you know, or like yeah. cheap wood. And you're like, man, why is that five fucking hundred dollars? Yeah. yeah. But you could have someone else make it for like seven hundred dollars, and it'll be like a hundred times the quality. Yeah, I mean, if I if I knew, okay, here's the deal. Here's the other factor to it too. If I knew I was gonna be in the space I'm in for like the next five to ten years, mm-hmm. I would totally pay, spend the seven hundred dollars. Yeah, but I guess you are kind of not planning your exit strategy. Actually, before the p- pandemic, you were kind of almost planning your exit strategy. Yeah. Like I was and you like, were looking okay. at spaces and real estate and stuff. Mm-hmm. But ever since this happened, you're like, well, yeah. Cause I'm in, so I'm a hairstylist, obviously. 
um, and I'm in a salon suite situation. And pre-pandemic, I really want to get like, I don't know, something that's like double the size of like a little espresso hut with a cute little porch. Like, I don't yeah. want a big salon. I just want like uh, just a cute little salon. Maybe one, like something big enough for you and maybe one other Yeah, person. like maybe like a two-chair salon with like a bathroom and a dispensary. Like nothing like ginormous. So and the suites worked out for me because I don't want anything giant. I don't want the overhead. I don't want the employees. I don't want the stress. Like I just want to do hair own my own business, have my like freedom of flexibility. But pre pandemic, I'm like, okay, like suites are not cheap by the way, people. So if any, like anybody listening goes to a hair size in their suites, I live in the Seattle area. My salon suite is $200 cheaper than my rent for my house that i live in so just to to put in perspective like they're not cheap um i mean i guess they're cheap cheaper than a retail like a storefront uh technically yes but like you have a lot smaller when you're in like a retail square foot wise you're borderline getting ripped off yes and i'm in the cheapest ones possible and my my landlords are fantastic and they've been great through this whole thing and you know, we have a handyman that totally, like, helps me out. So, you know, it's been a really good situation. It's more I'm just ready um, to be – I need. I want more control. I'm very type A. I don't like dirty bathrooms. And, you know, there's 36 lawns in there. So at a point in the day, the bathroom's just dirty and I can't fucking handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's just more of, like, controlling my own environment is really what I wanted to do. Which makes sense. Even more so than what I am now. Um, So, but now I'm like, well, I might have to like be there another, you know, two to three years, depending on if we get shut down in the fall again or, you know, whatever happens. Which I really hope you guys don't, you know, but I mean, I guess it's going to happen if it's going to happen. I mean, you can't control a pandemic. Yeah, I can't get, I can't get upset about it, you know, at this point I'm like, yeah. I don't even know if I'm going back to work. So yeah, honestly, you're on a a tentative date that could change any day. It, plan for it, but don't hope for it. Yeah, which yeah. you know, I don't know. It's tough, you know. But sometimes you have to wonder. I know people want to go back to work and stuff, you know. Yeah. But sometimes you have, yeah. A lot of people need yeah. haircuts right now. Where, so, sometimes, where you, yeah. Where are you located? You know, but some people need to like realize like what is the the cause England? of going back What's to work. What's it like? Okay, I have questions. Actually, almost everything. I know. Sorry, Tom. No, it's, it's okay. I get like super into the live chat, and I it, it kind of ruins it for people that play back podcasts. No, um, it doesn't ruin it. It's fine. So I'm really curious. Almost everything podcast. So uh, if you'd be willing to answer just a couple questions for me, one, um, how long have you guys been shut down for? Um, is it politicized over there? Like, is are people angry on both sides? Like, face masks, no face masks, go to work, don't go to work. Um, is there a lot of arguing? Um, and then, what um, has your how has your government helped you? We've been in lock. You've been in lockdown eighteen eight weeks. Okay, yeah, I I've been. We're in Washington State, so we were the first in the U.S. to shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've been in since what, like March 14th, I think is my last day of work. Yeah. March 12th and March 14th. And there was yeah. social distancing like two weeks before that or something. Yeah. Like, it was 50 or less gathering. Yeah. Two weeks before that. Yeah. 
something like that mm. or like 10 people or less i don't know mm. it like we've been since april no wait no march february we've been slowly going to the lockdown and i mm-hmm. think that happened march, march 12th. 12th yeah march 12th was my last day of work yeah so i guess uh, what are we in may yeah so about two months i guess about eight weeks yeah close enough to eight weeks so yeah we've been the same yeah like politically, how is it over there? Is it like a definitely uh Is a there right, like a divide? A right versus left divide like crazy? I think there's a divide. A lot of people don't know we should don't think we should be in lockdown still. Um Yeah, yeah that's how it is here. Like yeah. we have protests in a lot of like our capital buildings and like all across the fifty states, you know. Yeah. It's I, I don't know. It's Regardless, tough. like the thing about it being politicized here, um that's hard for me is a lot of it's like trying to make it like a government conspiracy in America, mm-hmm. right? They're trying to make it like uh, almost conspiracy, like Fauci's a bad person or, you know, what whatever have you, or they're trying yeah. to take our rights away. And maybe if it was only in America, I would buy into that. But this is a global thing. Yeah. Like globally, we are shut down. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of tough. And, you know, I think a lot of people have to realize that n- very little people alive right now have been through this before. Exactly. You so, know, so this is all new. Like, exactly. of course, like the 1918. Whatever side of the, like, yeah. the face. Right now, the huge argument is face mask, no face mask. Let yeah. us out. Let us work. Yeah. You know, and, and, and sometimes I get both sides, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard because you have our government officials trying to do the best that they can with as much knowledge as they have. You know, on something that's brand new and that's never happened in, exactly. this, in the last hundred years, you know? You know, and then there's people breaking the law. Like, um, I, obviously, I'm a hairstylist. So you guys have found out. Um, it, so in the States, I, for I'm, you guys know more about us than we actually know about the rest of the world because you guys are better educated than us, just being honest. Yeah. Um, so in the States, each state, is kind of like their own country and then they're like mandated by the president kind of like oversaw by the president kind of it's i mean but that's like the most generic like crossover right Mm -hmm. for understanding purposes the federal government gives the guidelines and the state just kind of runs it however they want yeah so um so it's hard because i'm going somewhere with this where am i going with this um probably because you caught someone working today fucking pissed off about it um so listen I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not a scientist. I don't study um, uh, v- viruses. I, you know, I'm not an expert. But I do. There's. Um, you do what? Oh, sorry. I was reading. I was going. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. going to come back to your comment. Almost everything. Um, so I don't know. But you know what I would rather do? I'd rather be safe. And I'd rather know that I'm protecting my customers because I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not an expert. I'm not that smart. I don't study that shit. So I'd rather be safe and protect my customers by wearing a face mask and a shield and gloves. Use the proper way without cross-contamination, of course. Um, and be wrong than not take all of those precautions and kill one of my customers because I didn't think something that was globally mm-hmm. was real, right? Okay, so in London, there's not so much the case here with the face masks. Okay, face masks aren't super, like, 
uh, yeah, it's, debated. It's kind of the same here too. It's not a enforced. it's a suggestion. Okay, so it's hold on. It's not enforced. You don't have to have one if you don't want to wear one. It's on the individual to do so. Okay, so um it it has been that way, right? Like it is a suggestion. Um King County, which is one of the biggest counties inside our state. It's the most populated. Yeah, so it would be like a Providence over there, right? A prov- like it would be a, I don't know. I, well, I think that's Canada. Um, well, some of Canada's under Britain rule. Okay, so yeah, it would be like a Providence. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Providence is bigger. Uh, like a, Anyway, it's the biggest populated county. In yeah, county. The you can look up yeah. what a county is because I I'm don't sure know. I'm sure they know. Okay. Uh, again, you guys are way more educated than us. I have two college degrees, by the way, folks. Um, so it, it's going to, you have to wear it in public. Yeah. Um, like Costco here, you have to wear a face mask in Costco. So it's like a hot debate. And then like whether people should be working or not is a huge debate. So tell me in London, um, Who's back to work? Like, who's allowed to work? Is it still just essential employees, or have they started opening up, like, curbside retail? How close are salons to being able to open? What's that look like? You know, it's, it's interesting since you say it's essential employees. You have, um, like, this small group of businesses that are able to stay open, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're starting to reopen, like, a small handful of businesses, like, three weeks at a time or whatever mm-hmm. in their phases. Um with like all these certain type of guidelines and restrictions and all this, while essential employees didn't have any guidelines for staying this whole time, this whole time for being able Mm -hmm. to operate. Like Mm -hmm. we didn't have any guidelines. It's just like, Oh, you're just able to work. You're essential. Like no guidelines, like no, nothing, you know, try to practice social distancing. But now that these new businesses are starting to opening to open, like they're so strict on what you can and cannot do. It's like, man, like, on one sense, it kind of makes you feel like, so we're essential employees, so you don't really give a shit about like how we're supposed to be operating, mm-hmm. because all you care about is, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And on the other end, it's, uh, you, you, I don't know. I feel like we should add like these guidelines earlier for like Agreed. everybody to. I totally agree. You know. Okay, so um, but, for those of you that are gonna replay this and not on live chat, um, our listener typing in said it's essential workers it's all essential workers and for now the past week our government has said that if you can't work from home and you need to work you can go as long as you take proper social distancing measures it's very ambiguous okay so um so are they opening up personal services for you guys so um you know pedicures hair manicure um tattoos yeah and, you know, and another thing that kind of makes me mad is there's a lot of people in America right now because we get an employment and then they pass like the CARES Act, which a okay. lot of people are getting like $600 yeah. each week on their unemployment. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Um, almost everything. One other question. Um, has What has your government done as far as financial relief for you guys? Okay. Go ahead. The but, six hundred. Yeah. So there's a lot of people right now making more money on unemployment than they were being employed. Yeah. And like, there's people like these grocery store workers, they're busting their fucking asses off right now. And like, for like nothing an hour, like, like 13 barely, to $15 an hour. Yeah. Which is like $600 a week, which is like barely minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like busting their ass. Yeah. What's the, the average like housing cost here? Average housing cost is probably like 2000 to 
$3,000 a month. Oh my gosh, they have a furlough. If they're furloughed, the government's paying 80% of their wages. That's, that's good. That is good. Yeah. What about for like their small businesses, um, you know, like independent contractors or like your mom and pop, like florist or whatever. Florist, yeah. yeah. Baker, but, yeah. what have you. Yeah. I mean, do we have bakers here? I know we have bakeries, but they like supply, like it's like Schwartz Brothers. Like, yeah. They're like major companies. Yeah, we don't have a lot of small time bakeries yeah. around here. That's like one thing that I do want to try to experience if we ever go to like Paris is... Um, just local food marts yeah, yeah like the baker the butcher we yeah. i mean we're gonna have to get like fluent in their language to be able to do that but yeah. uh good yeah. question i'm not actually too sure about that yeah so like regular people anybody that's employed by an employer in america is doing fine like they're getting the pandemic unemployment on top of their regular unemployment like most of them are making more than they were making to begin with or at least about the same mm-hmm Small businesses and independent contractors in America are getting screwed. Screwed. Well, for one, like they weren't even able to apply for unemployment until a month and a half, like six weeks into the pandemic. So they went six weeks without getting any benefits. Yeah. At all. Okay. So we had some loan programs. Since you're not um, like in our country, it's not going to make much sense. Or maybe you follow us. I don't know. Um, so we had um, this. It was called a. Um, personal protection plan or no personal payment yeah it was like a it was called the ppp that was like the short um payment protection proclamation or something um and that was for businesses small businesses in america well if you were an independent contractor which i am you weren't allowed to apply until like two weeks on the friday so i applied on that friday it takes five to seven days for the loan to be underwritten. The program had m- ran out of money by that next following Wednesday. So before my loan could even process, because I wasn't allowed to apply until that Friday, it had ran out of money. No. Then I wasn't even allowed to apply for unemployment because I don't pay into it. Mm-hmm. For, on the state level, I pay into it federally. Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing how it's it all works. Like, you kind of do, though, because you do pay retail tax. I pay you a know, lot of you, taxes. You pay a lot of state taxes. I pay a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, long story short, I did not get one penny of financial assistance until, uh, okay. Awesome. Thanks for popping in and all the information. We really appreciate it. Like I, it really is insightful and opens my mind to be able to talk to people in other countries. I want to do it more. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks for popping in, man. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's tough, you know, like, especially when, you know, like right now, I think we're at like 25 or 30 million people that are unemployed in America right now. Yeah. How many people live in America? Uh, I think like 311. So it's wow. close to like 3%. I don't know, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I mean, there's a lot of people that have like office jobs, like work yeah. from home and, you know, like, or work for insurance agencies or, you know, have a job that's like very computer internet based. Yeah. You know, that does help that. Uh, we are such a tech-driven society right now that so many people... Are able to work. Yeah. Because if we weren't, then it would be terrible. I mean, it's really a lot of your, like, one-on-one businesses, your small businesses that are, like, retail that maybe don't have online shops or, mm-hmm. you know, your boutiques. It's really your small business right now that's totally... Yeah. 
Uh, so let's say there are three days ago, 36 million Americans now unemployed as another 3 million file for benefits. Um, so I think right now in Washington state, we're at like a million, which is one seventh of our population. Yeah, that's nuts. You know, that's fucking crazy how much yeah. Washingtonians are unemployed right now. Yeah. Well, and especially being like a state that likes money, right? Like we're, we have... We're a state that likes money and likes to tax people. I don't know if we're like in the highest, but we've got to be up there. Well, we have two of the richest companies in the world. Yeah. Right down the block for, or right yeah. down the street from us. You know? So, I you no, Microsoft I mean Microsoft like and Amazon, Expedia. Taxed in like they don't fees and tolls. No, us. Yeah. Like yeah. In, in our state. Like mm-hmm. they make a lot of money off of us working and yeah. small businesses working because small business is what's up like putting into the fund. Yeah. Like- I'm pretty sure if it were safe for us to go back to work, we would be. Yeah, well, you would think so, but they also get to uh, claim that federal money right now because no one's working. So I don't sure, know what that means. Like, I'm sure the feds are going to have to bail us out, so it doesn't matter if we go back to work or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the state of Washington is still going to get their mm-hmm. money. You know. uh, yeah, we'll see. Anywho, people in the chat, what's your one thing? Like, what's your um, one thing that you have to buy name brand? Like, toilet paper. Oh, I found another one. What? Beer. You have to buy name brand beer. Yeah. I Okay, so I used to be a big cheap beer drinker. Yeah. I cannot drink cheap beer anymore. No. I mean, but you drink, like, craft and, like, local. So mm. I feel like we're, like, stimulating our local economy. I'm sure we are, but it's also a lot more expensive than the cheap beer. Is it, though? Actually, you know what? Cheap beer has gotten expensive, too. Yeah. Like, to be quite honest. Yeah. Like, I used to drink Miller Lite all the time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's still, you get about double as much, probably. Yeah, uh, just because it's, like, the big cans, and it's mainly water. <laughs> yeah, but... But um, do you drink... Well, you do. You drink a lot more. Um, Like, I guess you still drink, like, the same amount of ounces. But, like, I could have, like, four Millers and be fine. If I had four of, like, the craft beer, I'd be... Oh, yeah. Like, especially Space Dust. Oh, God. I have, like, two of those, and I'm, like, hammered. I do love Space Dust, though. Like, it tastes so good. I almost thought about buying a six-pack the other day. I was like, man, should I I get a six-pack? It's not quite warm enough for Space Dust. No, it is definitely a warm beer. Yeah. Like, you have to have it on a warm, a nice warm day. You know, which is crazy that there is, you know, I'm glad that we live in the era we the area we do for beer because obviously there's a lot of craft breweries yeah, around us and like Ellensburg and mm-hmm. Oregon and here mm-hmm. it's like they really got these seasonal beers down like the Jubal Ale the, the winter ale from just the shoots yeah I love that or like into like Bifrost from mm-hmm. Elysian their mm-hmm. winter ale is really good mm-hmm. I'm ready for some summer beer though I think those are starting to get like produced across at least our country yeah I'm, I'm sure they're they're like mass produced now especially yeah. since uh, crown distributed yeah well, they don't own them. They just distribute. Oh, okay. A little bit of a difference, but. Yeah. That's like getting into Cosmoprof. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, yeah. Having the Cosmoprof sell your stuff. Yeah. You still own it, but Cosmoprof sells it and owns the right to sell it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But, yeah. So I do like, what's your one thing? I don't think you've said yours. I said toilet paper. Toilet paper? Yeah. Anything else you have on your mind? bread lunch meat i mean we definitely well i don't even say we buy like expensive lunch meat we buy like a brand of lunch meat but you we can get it at costco for really like it's affordable yeah um 
I I don't know. I'd say probably like milk I'm not crazy about. Bread is bread. I mean, yeah. I like the nicer bread, but it's not like I have to have it. Like toilet yeah. paper, it's like, I don't know. I tried to cheap out on the toilet paper and that didn't turn out well for us. Like, so, so back to our conversation a little bit earlier about us being super impatient people. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a problem that we have or it's just... Yeah, I do. Yeah? Yeah. Do, do you feel like it's okay that we have that problem? Yeah. It's okay? <laughs> no. It's not okay? No. We got to figure out how to, like, especially if this goes on for a long time, like, we're going to have to figure out how to be DIYers. Yeah. Like, we, we would not survive. Yeah, probably. probably not. We would know. not survive a depression. I mean, as long as there's food. I mean, we don't need to be building fucking shelves during a depression. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I could DIY some really fancy food. Yeah, I guess so. I know. I was thinking about measuring that shelf over there. That's where I'm at with life oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah, that might actually work. They, it used to be in your salon. I think it's too wide. You got the ones that our TV's on right now, too. That one used to be in your salon. Like, all of our cute furniture, like, Mary will cheap out and buy furniture for the house. But when it comes to her salon, which is right, it, which is fine. Yeah. She buys, like, like really nice stuff, expensive stuff, stuff that looks really nice. And once Mary's done with it, it comes to our house, and it's like, man, this is some really nice furniture. This looks really good in our house. <laughs> like, all of our nice furniture yeah, is from true. your salon. Like, I don't think there's anything, like, not from your salon that hasn't made it into this house. Like yeah, the, that's yeah. like not, that. Like everything that is nice is from yeah. the salon. Everything yeah. that's shitty is not from the salon. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, which is nice. You know, yeah. every couple of years you do a refresh, and yeah. then we get like. I know really our nice stands. I actually bought those. Are nice. Those are nice, actually. Yeah. yeah. Good job on those. Yeah. yeah. I have them on clearance. Yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> thought about putting them in your salon, though. <laughs> no, they're too short. Are they? Yeah, it, it's honestly so. Part of the cabinet is like functionality right now. Like, honestly. So what do you need? You need, like, what, six drawers? I need basically those shelves in the living room. But mm-hmm. instead of, like, open up cabinets, them to be drawers. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Don't even pretend you could build it. No, I can't. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm okay. not even going to pretend. I was just going to say that uh, knowing that you work with listens to this podcast, hopefully. But we went to your place today to do some. Like hang some stuff. Hang drop. some stuff. I bought a I bought like a hundred dollars worth of chemicals, and I they need to be like temperature controlled and they're hospital grade dif- disinfectants like the barbicide. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to drop it off at the salon so I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, and there was someone in your salon studio who was cutting some hair. Like and it was blatant too. There, like the the hair dryer was running. Yeah, they had everything curtained off so no one could see who was yeah, in there. Yeah, it was pretty. Like, how did that make you feel? I was pissed. Yeah. I was pissed. Like, uh, how pissed? Not pissed enough to tattle. I mean, I did tell somebody that's my friend that works in there, too. But it's kind of bullshit. Yeah, I mean. And it's fucking ballsy. Yeah. That's really what it is. There's 36 salons Ooh. in my building, you guys. So it is ballsy. Yeah. To be in there working. Yeah. Well, that, and it's like kind of like a. Uh, one thing I've really admired about, like, the hair industry, like, in this state, like... We've really, like, banded together. You've banded together, and it's like, if one person... If if we all can't work, no one could work. Exactly. You know? There's no... 
you know, oh, let's do hair on the side, you know, yeah. let, let's band together and keep everything secret, like speakeasy style. Everyone's like, no, let's keep our clients safe. Let's keep each other safe. Right. Let's try our hardest to get through this pandemic Again, together. We're hairdressers. We don't know. We're yeah. not virologists. You know, so, we're not epidemiologists. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course not. But you guys are like, um, you know, you've banded together. Like you guys haven't done like the whole speakeasy type thing yeah. to where like, hey, let's get a group of people. Let's cut yeah. some hair. And let's the ones that have stuff. have been like prosecuted, like license revoked, like yeah. licenses completely revoked. We're talking business license, hair license, like city license, state license, yeah. like there was one in Oregon that OSHA came in and yeah. So, you know, which I'm, which I'm very proud of your industry for doing that. So when someone just like blatantly like says, fuck you, I'm doing this no matter what. And like super close to you, like that, that puts you at risk for opening it up. It does because here's the deal. Like they're opening before they're saying it's safe, whether you believe that or not, it doesn't fucking matter. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, too, is it puts a name on our building. Yeah. Puts a name on your building. And what if that person gets sick? And then it puts me in quarantine our first day back. Exactly. So they're just, they're just like, they could potentially ruin everything for everybody. Yeah. You know, because you were in that room. Like, let's just say they get sick tomorrow. You were in that room. You were right next to them. Mm-hmm. Like, we touched those door handles. We touched the door handles. You know, we don't know if they were sanitized. Yeah. Of course, we wash our hands, but. Yeah, of course. But you don't know. Yeah, we you don't know. know. So that's just like putting other people's business in risk, which is fucked up. It's rude. Like if you're going to do hair, at least do like, it in your own home. Yeah. Do it at you home. Know? Go to their house. Like at least be more secretive. Like it is ballsy. Don't to be go in there. to your place of business. Yeah. And run business. Exactly. Um, and there was actually two people doing hair in there. One lady, I know for sure it was her daughter in there just because I know their cars and I know them personally. Like I yeah. didn't even go talk to them or nothing. Like I yeah. couldn't because I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Um, but at least, like, for her, it's her daughter that lives with her. Yeah. I'm sure they were just like, let's just run in. It's going to be a lot easier. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're doing, like, clients hair. Like, in the other one, you it, they were doing clients. Like, uh, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. There's multiple people in there, too. It wasn't just two of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's just like you're, you have these guidelines and you're already breaking the guidelines, which says so much about you so, so does that mean you're not going to follow any of the guidelines exactly when you open up and you're just going to put everybody at fucking risk exactly and wh- like did you i wonder like were they starting to shit their pants when they like heard the front door and us yeah. coming in and stuff or yeah. well you know it doesn't matter whether or not you believe in this virus or not it doesn't matter your thoughts or opinions this is what's happening and this is what you have to do like, I'm sorry, you can't. Pro- these are the rules. These are the rules and you can't protest your way out of it. You have to follow these to it's stay so in true. business. You it's know, so, so it doesn't matter whether or not you want to wear a mask or not, whatever. You have to do it to stay in business. Exactly. Or else you're going to get shut down and you're going to shut down other people around you because you have to fucking quarantine for two Dude, weeks. OSHA so, set yeah. my guidelines. Yeah. You know, so like they're just putting everyone at risk because they're their selfishness and they're getting fucking unemployment. If they're not, that's on them. Yeah, if they're if they're not, that's on them. And yeah, I get like you still got to pay your rent, but you know what? Your other two girls in there, the other two, I know who it was, and they have a they have three stylists in there, right? And they're mm-hmm. gonna have to run at fifty percent capacity. Like yeah. only one of them can work at the same time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's tough. Which one of their girls I would totally take on? I don't know. Maybe I will. I don't know. It's tough though, you know, because. Like, even though your unemployment is is not covering your costs and not, like, Mm-mm. supplying, like, what you would make, exactly. at least it's something. At least it's something, and 
at the end of the day, like if you want to be a business owner and this is controversial as well, and I get that there are millions of people in the world and in America, and this is going to sound very entitled, but I've also worked my ass off to get to where I am. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't get entitlement from birth. You earned your entitlement. Yes. Mary. Okay. I will, well, I will tell you. you that. Like if you are going to be an independent contractor or a small business owner, you need to be prepared for something like this. And I know people are like, well, pandemics only happen once a, you know, once in a lifetime. Well, if you break your leg, you're out of work for six months. You should be able to not work for six months and be okay mm-hmm. as a small business owner. Sorry, that's just my opinion. Now, with that, what it took for me to be able to do that and like money is the last worry right now for me. And I know that that's going to sound like people can hate on me for that. I don't fucking care. I worked a second job for an entire year and saved that paycheck to be able to do that because I wanted to be an independent business owner and a small Mm -hmm. business owner. And I knew that I needed to have those safeguards in place to well, you've been Res- working two jobs your whole fucking life. Yeah. Well, to responsibly own my own business, yeah. I needed to have those nest eggs. I needed to have those things in place. So I've always worked extra hard to make sure that if anything happened. Like this. Like this. Of course, you didn't predict this. Yeah, I didn't predict a pandemic. I thought it would be like a broken leg or a sick family member or, um, you know, like one day we lost our fucking minds and decided that we needed to take a month long vacation or, mm-hmm. you know, what, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, or, you know, like I've seen salons burn down. I've seen, yeah. you know, like an emergency you're, you're case. Just, you're, you're prepping for an emergency. Well, because in your lifetime, you've had parents, a lot of emergencies, of emergencies. <laughs> like when your dad was still around, like once every two months, you'd have to take a week off, two weeks off. Because your dad was very ill. Right. Fly home. and You know. So you've been prepping for emergencies like yeah. since your dad got sick. Exactly. And well, and, you know, you, you just never know. Yeah. Um. So, and I knew, like, I don't have a company paying my 401k. I don't have a company paying my insurance. I don't have any of those things. So that's all on me. And I chose that as a small business owner. So if you're going to choose that, you need to realize the risks as well and save to be able to do that. So all the I I bitch about not getting any penny of unemployment and all of that, because I do think we're in a global pandemic. And I do think that the government needs to help small businesses. And I do think that those things need to be in place. But I also think that if you are so desperate for money that you are putting people's lives in jeopardy to go do hair, you don't. You're not supposed to, you shouldn't be a small business owner. Yeah. You are like on like a different subject. I kind of asked this, um, on Friday's podcast with the, with the guys, by the way, this is John man and Mary. And we are usually like, I usually, yeah, have, I'm not normally on, yeah, I'm just helping Eric with and, the live and John, John Thurston yeah, so. here, but, uh, you're a great addition. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just filling in since we're shelter in place. We're still, um, we're still not allowed to like hang out with yeah. people. So I've just been filling in over the pandemic. You might have to be a regular occurrence though. I don't know. People are probably like this bitch isn't opinionated. We need to get rid of her. <laughs> but, uh, I, I asked this question to, um, the guys the other night. And do you feel like after this pandemic has settled down, things start getting back to a little bit of normal. Do you feel like people are going to appreciate small businesses more? Or do you feel like uh, it's just going to be like, we'll go to the Red Lobster and not give a shit about the little guy? Or, 
yeah, we'll still go to the the big hair hair masters or whatever and not give a shit about this the salon suite, you know, or not go to the local baker or whatever. Do you feel like people will be have like more of a mindset of like maybe I should uh go locally because like you know, it's the right thing to do now. You know, like so all I these think people, for like the know, first I don't know, I've I got a lot of opinions that are a little conflicting. Because my hope is hopefully people go to that local restaurant. The Diamond Knots, the Arnie's, you know, like the local made, the local grown restaurants, you know, and like go to your local barber shop or go to your local place. Cause like we kind of did that before. But like right now, like I feel more inclined to go my to to like my local cafe. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think people will be mindful of that. As long as it's convenient for them. Yeah. So I think if they're like, we're going out to eat, is this restaurant open? Then great. Or I want to get a haircut. Can you get me in within the next week? Mm -hmm. Which a week for haircuts is actually kind of like pushing it for a lot of people, unless you're like an established customer. Um, Then I think that they'll they'll be mindful. But as soon as it's not convenient for them, they're not going to care. Yeah. It will just go back to, yeah, shop at Amazon anyway. Yeah, people are selfish. Like, it's human yeah. nature. Um, you know, I think, I think for sure, like people that you have like that emotional connection with, like I think like my customers are gonna be like extra great to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I obviously have a couple bad eggs that. We'll- no, I think they'll also be very courteous of your new guidelines. I hope so. That's like one of my fears, like having for a lot me. of these people, or for you. And a lot of these other people opening up is like people are just gonna like protest at like these guidelines that have been mm-hmm. set out. Like, I know you don't agree with them, but these are the guidelines yeah. to open up. You like have this to is do what it. I have to do to be able you know, to give you a haircut. Like my only worry is people are just gonna push back on it. They can push back, but here, like good news, I'm fucking <clears throat> headstrong. Yeah. Right. Like, and I and I, you know, it's like the other day when I got that text message. Hey, I saw this uh, barber shop open down the street from my house. I said, you better go get in line before. Like, this customer is one of my best customers. Like, I would cry if they actually left me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he provi- he pays my car payment every month. Yeah. Just being totally honest. Like, that good of a customer. I've, I've had him for 10 years. And he's like an every three-week or... Like, every two weeks. Every two weeks. Always buys products. So, he yeah. spends a lot of money at like, your salon. <laughs> like, he is like ideal customer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and he texts me and he's like, Hey, this salon's open. Why won't you come cut my hair? I said, you better get in line before they get shut down. If you want a haircut that bad. Yeah. So I think, you know, people push back. That's their problem. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you want a fucking haircut, this is what you have to do. Do you want me to be your bodyguard and just sit there like at, at, like at a trolley and have like a little desk there, (laughs) give people a sanitizer punch card. Kind of, you know? Yeah. Like, sorry, sir. You can't come in yet. Like, like I almost feel like gate. we need somebody like at the salons that does yeah. that. Yeah. But well, I'll quit my job. <laughs> yeah, I don't make that much money, and I'm I'm gonna be losing out on money yeah. too, right? Like that's the thing people need to understand. It's like I'm gonna go from doing four haircuts in a, in two hours to doing three haircuts in two hours. Maybe that, even two, depending on yeah sanitation. You know exactly. So I'm literally God forbid you have to go to the bathroom. Missing out on hundreds of dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it sucks. I, I mean, it, at least it's a start, though. At least you do have a second income coming in. So I am grateful for that. Yeah. You know, at least you get to slow start it. And I mean, it's, I guess it's better than not working at all. 
I don't know. I'm like, I I go back and forth because this morning when we went in and I was like feeling really good about having everything like, you know, I have all the sanitation stuff I need. I have masks. I got gloves. I got the sanitizer. Like I already did a lot of the cleaning guidelines before mm-hmm. this got shut down. So for me, it's like no big deal. Um, So I like felt really good about going back to work and I was like, okay, yeah, I got this. And then I was like just having somebody in there and then like the you know customers texting me when are you gonna open and you know i've kind of put off like working on the guidelines and i gotta print off like the osha and the fda and all this like fucking guidelines you have to put like signs up on your door saying if you have these symptoms you can't come in yeah yeah yeah. oh Mm -hmm. yeah and then i have to put up like guidelines i have to come up with a coronavirus plan like i have to like spell out for my customers the cleaning procedure and then my plan like if i get sick if they get sick like i have to Mm-hmm. do a whole document you know like our guidelines are six pages long with one or two links to each page so we're looking like 25 page long guidelines that i have to weed through a lot of it thankfully is like signage and verbiage and mm-hmm. those sort of things but um you know if i don't have that stuff i can be shut down yeah. for not having one page and 25 pages yeah. you know what i was uh not impressed by but happy by is that they actually gave you guys the guidelines before you've opened up. So, so you could actually kind of like prep a little bit. Unlike the phase one, they didn't get their guidelines till like a week after they were able to open up. So it's like a lot of these businesses couldn't even open up. So here's, I want to like be on that. I want to be like, yeah, like they, it was so great. They gave us our guidelines. Well, because 10 counties in our state were able to move into phase two, they had to get those guidelines out. Yeah. And I'm a phase two. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Well, at least they're out. Like, that's what I'm grateful yeah. for. Like, at least I, our guidelines I, I, are I'm out. not saying, like, the government did it fast enough. I'm saying I'm glad that you have them now. Already, yeah, to get prepared. Versus, like, let's just say you opened up on June 1st and you got them um, June 2nd. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be a fucking shit show between scheduling your clients, trying to read through these guidelines. Yeah, I, like, hope we get, like, an email saying when we're going to open prior. Yeah. Just so, you know, because right now we have a date, but we don't have a date. I'm not scheduling anybody till I have, like, a you can open on this yeah. date. So I know as soon as they say hair salons can open on this date, I'm just going to get inundated. Yeah, you're going to have to take a whole day off just to, well, <laughs> a whole day off. Jeez. <laughs> you're going to have to take a whole day just sitting by the phone. Like to and, schedule. And, yeah, and that's another thing you're going to have to do. You're going to have to fuck with your online booking and switch yeah. out to like 45 or hour appointments yeah. or whatever. I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm not going to do shaves or beard trims yeah, the that's, first month back. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Um... I I don't know about what I'm going to do about color. Like, when you say beard trims, like, will you at least fade, like, this part? Yeah, I mean, I'll take care of, like, sideburns. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to leave them, like, high and But you're, you're just not going to do, like, a full-on beard trim. No. Yeah. You're not going to be getting up in people's business. No. Um, and I'm not going to do shades either. Yeah. Well, that's smart. And then uh, you also have to, like, wear glasses or PPE. So I guess it's a good thing you're blind because you could X-nay on the, the face shield. I don't know. I think I might rather wear the face shield um, just for visibility for me. It's really hard for me to cut hair in my glasses. Is it? Yeah. Plus wearing a mask. Yeah. Sogging up your glasses. Yeah. So I'd rather like deal with the face shield. Yeah. Would you need to talk to Wendell about making me one? Yeah. I'm sure he will. At least the, like everything. Will... Yeah. I don't know. At, at least we're uh, kind of starting to move forward a little bit. I mean, I know it's stressful. It's overwhelming. But do you feel like emotionally, like let's say before Animal Crossing, do you feel better now opening up 
like and at least you have some stuff going on and some rumblings about opening up and getting back to work or did you feel better like a week before animal crossing i think it's about the same is it just like the stress level is the same no matter what before you didn't know if you're ever getting back to work now it's like oh you're getting back to work but you have all these things you have to do you have all these procedures and guidelines and hoops and i get it and you know and i'm happy to comply with all of those don't think yeah. that i don't think those are necessary or that you know and well, like it doesn't I said, matter if they're necessary or not you still have to do them exactly no matter what they're necessary and like i said 90 i would say 92 percent of the guidelines i already did which is good on you for having a, you know, a really sanitized, like, clean salon. Yeah, like I run a tight ship. Um, the, really, the big changes for me is masks for mm-hmm. myself and customer, the face shield, and then changing my apron. Everything else, I already did. I do have to, like, kind of rearrange things so that, like, things aren't getting touched as much, like my yeah. retail. But honestly, my customers didn't really touch my retail that much anyway, mm-hmm. like... Um, so really it's not going to be that much different for me. The big factor is dealing with all of these people and dealing with the pushback and everybody's opinions. Like it's going to be emotionally exhausting because my first customer may be like, thank you so much for wearing a mask. And my next customer may be like, close the fucking curtains. I want this off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then. You know, I will have a customer that completely lost their job, their small business that they work for, completely closed down. And then the next customer works for, you know, Google and is a VP and they bought a new fucking car while I was sitting at home on my ass for six weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be an emotional roller coaster for sure. It's, it, it is. I don't envy you. You know, like I am glad that I've had a job and not too much has changed in my perspective, but I'm really. I don't envy what you have to go through to open back up. So that's why I'm like trying to focus on what I can control. So when I'm getting obsessive over a cabinet being an inch too big, it's because I can, you can control that. I can control that. Which I don't, I don't, I give you a hard time about your cabinet just because you've been looking for like six months. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's part of business, I guess, (laughs) you know, (laughs) finding the right cabinets on, what to put in your salon and it's gonna be a rough road for you i mean it, it, it's just it's hard i don't know i gotta quit talking about it all right well everybody thank you very much for listening to the <laughs> podcast um you know uh mary and i we've really enjoyed podcasting together like you know sometimes we don't have a lot to talk about because yeah. we live together yeah, but, sorry, everybody on live. Like, if you get me, I'm just talking about my salon and my life right now. No, and no, I think shortfalls. You know, this people listen to podcasts for different reasons. Yeah. So, you know, people still listen to podcasts even with you on it. So, don't feel bad. <laughs> Thanks you for know? listening yeah. to the John Sandwich Show with the Murphy Minute. This turned into Murphy episodes. Yeah, you know, I like it. I think it's fun. You know, I, I, I definitely think you should be a, a regular, regular host. Yeah. Co-host well, maybe this. we'll do like I'll do like one one show a month and you can like slowly weed me off maybe yeah we'll see so i don't know it's been a good podcast though thanks mary for uh jumping in again yeah i gotta go crossbreed some flowers on animal crossing Crossing. i gotta go drown myself in video games to forget how shitty my 
existence <laughs> is going to be when I go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> you got a little emotional towards the end. Yeah. Almost, almost emotional. Yeah, I almost, almost let it go. Almost, yep. almost lost my shit, folks. Uh, it, it's tough because, you know, the question of is it worth me doing hair anymore? And I've been doing hair for 14 years. It is almost tough. 15. I know. When you, uh, have, when you have to question your whole my career, career like I yeah you did miss a lot you know, you might have to go back yeah I'll, I'll publish this emotional. either on Monday or Tuesday yeah uh, you know questioning my whole my whole like I mean I went to beauty school the month I graduated high school and you know I'm in the I'm in my 30s and own my own business I educate for a national product company I have my instructor's license and I'm questioning if Care is even what I want to do anymore because of all of this. Yeah. Anyway, folks. Stuff. Hey, almost everything podcast. I don't know what time it is there, but do you prefer more like morning podcasts, midday podcasts, or night podcasts? We're trying to get like a, a gauge on when to do the live stream. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if you were on, but I'm not normally on, but during the pandemic, I'm <laughs> taking over. Yeah. And so I'm trying to abide by Mary's schedule, but still, still get some people to listen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> What, what am I talking about? Long. Your schedule. Yeah. You haven't been employed in 60 I days. You can, I know, but <laughs> I'm I, just joking. I really like when people engage on the chat. Yeah, like, yeah. I love to, like, engage with people. Mary's not much of a, a you and me talker. Like, yeah. we don't talk to each other very much, like, on the podcast. Yeah. She's more of, like, she, like, she really loves live chat engagement. Yeah, I so. love to engage with my... Uh, uh, awesome. Okay. My cool. listeners. Like, yeah. I like to, you know... All right. Well, more... Honestly, I get up at like 6 a.m. So maybe we need to start doing the uh, morning coffee podcast. Yeah, uh, honestly, that'd probably be like best for me. All right, we'll start doing that. So. All right, thanks, thanks everyone that listened. Almost everything podcast, you've been great. All yeah, right. it'll be posted on John's Sandwich Show, right? Yep, soon. Thanks, guys. All right, see ya.